The Trials of Apollo, The Burning Maze, Chapter One. Once was Apollo, now a rat in the labyrinth. Send help and cronuts. No. I refuse to share this part of my story. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. That was the exact correct energy for the beginning of this book. It really was. I feel like I really found Apollo's voice. (laughs) (laughs) I could I could be a, a voice actor for audiobooks. I think I would enjoy that yeah. career. Um yeah. Ava, Neve, how are we doing? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. The weather is getting colder, which is so nice. Yes. Um because I get to wear my little sweaters. Um, which is truly everything. Um busy, 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 busy. Um, and I keep getting headaches. And I think it's from the weather changing and also from busy. Um, yeah. And also dehydration probably, but who cares? You know, things could be worse. Um, yeah. Altogether, I'm, I'm kind of chilling. I'm very into this sweater season. Um, yeah. Almost done with the queer season of the ultimatum. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. How about you, Neve? Good. Very getting getting more adjusted and less sleepy <laughs> to my schedule, which is good. Um, yeah, just just came back from work. It was a really it was such a busy shift, but it was good. I feel like there's newfound camaraderie between me and the people who were also scheduled for tonight because <laughs> we came in expecting like a moderate Tuesday. And we did not get that, but um, it's good because we probably made money and formed trauma bonds. <laughs> Are you free? Um, I'm I'm chilling, kind of a little sicky. No, I got a little, a little cough. Oh, um, which is disappointing. I'm not sure. I can't remember if I had quit my job before we recorded the last episode or not, but I I quit one of my jobs uh, because it was my third job and it was just like for money and it was a bar job and it was killing me because the hours I was basically working 24 seven and um, that is not good for you. And I stopped doing that and it also made me sick and that's why we're here. But I'm now down to still three jobs, but I, I, I've already found another one, <laughs> one, but it is more manageable and another like remote on my own time. That's good. Thing. That's good. So I'm, everything is much more manageable because I am trying to respect myself and listen to my body. There you go. Work. Um, other than that, we're going to Spain. Yeah. Yes, we are. I'm literally so excited. Um, my little sister is studying abroad in Spain in the spring. So I wanted to go visit her. And I was like, what if I took the plan out of the group chat and told everyone to come with me? So that'd be so exciting. We got the plane tickets today. So 
Major Slay. Major yeah. Slay. Major Slay. <laughs> um, welcome back to Rune Again Path Blood. This week we'll be discussing the Trials of Apollo, the Burning Maze, chapters one through four, through the theme of instinct. Ava, are you ready to summarize? Go. Oh, Christ. Okay, so at the very beginning, Apollo's like, oh, God, this one's rough for me. Um, And then he's in a labyrinth with Grover and Meg, and Grover is kind of being a little bitch, um, but, like, I missed him, and I love him. Um, And maybe Apollo's the bitch. And then they run into Strixes, and they're like, what the fuck are those? And then they try to do tomatoes to make them, like, not attack them, and then it doesn't super work, and then they get paralyzed, and Grover gets taped to Apollo for a while. Then they walk, and then they're like, strawberries! Strawberries are the thing that they hate so much! And then um, Meg and Grover argue for a little bit about plants and terminology, and then um, then there are strawberries. And then they finally burst out of the thing and see uh, San... I forget where they were. Palm Palm Springs. Springs. Thank you. I was like, San Pedro? (laughs) That was great. Thank you. That was clean. Comprehensive. Thank you. I read it recently. <laughs> Real. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, who, what, where, why, what songs did we bring this week? I'm <laughs> where, where, sorry. I don't know. I'm in a silly, goofy mood. I love it. I, we, Neve and I both just got back from work um, <laughs> about Run. five minutes ago. Guys. You could not, if anyone saw me on the street running to my bus stop, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, that was so embarrassing. Um, my song, I'm just gonna sacrifice my song this week and go with Strawberry Feels Forever because I think it has to be on the playlist, you know? I do agree with that. Yeah. Mine's a little more serious. It's just a song that I've been listening to a lot recently. Um, and it has been stuck in my head almost all hours of the day. Um, and I felt kind of applied to Apollo. Just like it, it's about low points and trying to get back up from them. And this, I'll talk about it more. This was a low point, a serious low point. Um, and it's called Carousel by Five Seconds of Summer. Normalized liking five seconds of summer. It's really normalized, actually. A lot of people like them, but I was real scared you were gonna say carousel by Melanie Martinez. Could well, you imagine? <laughs> I remember that song though. Don't Melanie we Martinez had some bops. I think she's a I don't know if that's true. Oh, I don't oh think my that's... god. No, we're not, we're not having this discussion. No, she pity, doesn't... Party, pity party goes insane. Girl, doesn't. all of the songs were um, like skin crawly. They like, were Katie Party goes insane. Guys, I literally saw her in concert. You're arguing with the wrong person. I know. <laughs> That's awful. I was like 14, but I did see her. So. Oh, God. Everyone listen. Stream Pity Party by Melanie Martinez. I promise. It is not creepy. It's just good. Oh, don't. It's a bad song. Also, isn't she no. like a bad Isn't she like a bad person? Anyway, so I'm deciding between two songs. One is funny. Um, and I probably won't go with that one. So my honorable mention is I'm Like a Bird um, by Nelly Furtado. Um, because... Good song. Yeah. Right. Good a, song. A I'm good Like song. a Bird. I fly away. <laughs> right. No, let's talk about it. But A, they're like birds. Um, 
and be banger. But uh, for serious, I chose Black Smoke Rising by Greta Van Fleet because it just felt like like beginning of book, like new chapter of like doing crazy shit song. And I also really like it. So yeah, I'm in my rock era. I don't know why or how, very but it's, it's very October. October is rock era. It I is a no, lot, lot of Eagles. I'm always. I yes. mean, I'm always listening to Fleetwood Mac, but like yes. particularly fall yes. really brings out yeah. Fleetwood, yeah. Fleetwood Mac, the Eagles, the Pretenders. Yes. Uh, the Pretenders are one of my favorite bands. But, I like uh, them a lot. Yeah. Fall Out Boy, always Love. on ro- on the rotation. Uh-huh. Um, different kind of rock there. <laughs> but White Snake. I'm a big White Snake fan. I do not know. The songs that I've heard, I have liked. Here we go again. I do not know White Snake. If on my own, I I gave up singing in the middle of that because I remembered that I have a cold, <laughs> <laughs> and if I continued to like actually try to sing it, I would have started a coughing fit, and then so I it became what it became. It was strategic. Um. Anyways, I realized that we forgot. I only feel like we have to mention it because we mentioned buying the tickets, like once a week on this podcast that we did end up going to Kim Petras. Yes. In, yay. in case anyone was wondering. It was good. very slay. It was very slay. Uh-huh. Was also beautiful venue. Two expensive drinks, but beautiful venue. That's how it is. I saw Chapel Roan and the drinks were expensive. But very slay show. I was very I, fun. I was also running from work from from that. I got out of work at eight. The concert started at eight. We were in an Uber by 815. <laughs> we were oh there. no, that's so real. No, literally, like my roommate and I when we went to see Chapel Road, we changed. We okay, so typically during the day we like park in a parking garage. We drove up to the roof of the parking garage, changed in my car, did our makeup, and drove to the venue. Because you gotta. I I do love living in a city though, because I remember when I would go to concerts, like living in the suburbs of Jersey, you know, it would normally be in New York. And then it was like at least half your day and like $65 basically was dedicated to going to this concert because you had to get transportation there, which was normally like 40. And then for the train and then you would like have to get some form of dinner otherwise why are you going all the way into the city you know and then all of a sudden it's like this whole ordeal and yeah. i was like oh we can <laughs> buy these tickets and be in an uber for 12 dollars, and then we're there that's so fun yeah that is nice yeah Concert what were our favorite parts of these chapters um the opening the opening was very funny. It had me hooked. I was like, ah, oh, this is what my fifth grade writing teacher was talking about. Like, open with a hook. Hooks? Oh, my Real. God. <laughs> this is a good one. Real. You have to open with a quote, a, an anecdote. Yeah. Onomatopoeia. Uh-huh. I, why aren't we opening more books with onomatopoeia? True. Boom, slap, the sound of my heart. No, but you I know. was running down the hallway and I fell down the stairs <laughs> and right. slapped the sound of my heart. Right, I read that. I fell down since, the stairs. I don't know. This is a silly episode. I have to tell a story relating to onomatopoeias. Do you have a story relating to onomatopoeia? Specifically in like the use of like opening it. So, um, <laughs> and she was ready to do so. 
when my sister was a senior in high school, she was like, uh, part of the English class that she was in was like writing their college essays, like, and they would do like peer reviews of them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was this one guy in her class who was like, you know, he was a sportsman. He was on the soccer team. He was a nice, like, he's a nice guy, but like, you know, a sports guy. And all of her friends were joking about how, like, I literally know how his college essay starts. Like, it's definitely like, whoosh, like it starts with an automatic <laughs> certain where it's like, like, boom, the because he oh, he also ran track. So it was like, boom, the gun goes off and I, my legs take over. Like, you just know that's how his college essay starts. And then they did a peer review. That's exactly how it starts. He, start, he actually started his college essay with onomatopoeia. I'm not surprised. Sports boys, listen. I don't remember if the onomatopoeia was boom, but it was an onomatopoeia and it was about running track. And I, I, would, I, would, I would I would pick bang. Bang yeah. would be my my gun go- like classic gun yeah. going off sound. Classic. But like, I feel like that's where automatopoeia hooks get their usage the most, and it's like men, like oh, sports yeah. men writing essays for classes who need to put a little spice into it. You know? Yeah. I, I think they're coming away with that. Yeah, I think we gotta bring it back though. I agree. It it's not only for them anymore. Like pop to be or not to be. (laughs) Please wait, that's funny. Like an onomatopoeia and then something completely unrelated. Like boom, I had salmon for dinner. (laughs) That's so stupid. I really okay, I like that. Um (laughs) buzz, buzz, buzz. The story of the witch trials. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, right. Love it. I thought these owls were fun. I thought they were fun. They died, but they didn't. They were like Hydra owls. Yeah. That I that was not an intelligent thought. I just thought aesthetically I was enjoying them. Right. Um, Their powers are horrifying. And also, why are they 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 curse you if you try and defend yourself? And I awesome. also Meg. Let's talk about how Meg killed one. And yeah, we have not was seen like, the consequences. Was like, of well, yet. let's say it committed suicide. Yeah, like well, we is she, know is she skirting consequences like that. It's so like I'll, I'll actually put it as a potential favorite, just because like where are the consequences of this curse? And I hope it comes into play later. And that would be one of my favorite moments if that happened. Also, also they dropped that word suicide, and I'm like. Pick. Oh my god, I know. I literally had the same reaction. I was like, first of all, bruh. Second of all, well, okay, this is kind of combining your two points, but first of all, bruh. Second of all, um, it's gonna come on the onomatopoeia. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's an on it for later. It's the Table. sound that bros make. I'm gonna need you to to can it my friend love you um but you that was can it? yes that was insane that was too much um i'm trying to renormalize telling people to can it i i'm now in support i'm on this journey with I'm like you. spreading it through the city of chicago like, <laughs> um but damn now i forgot what i was talking about oh no 
Right. No, it's going to come back and bite her in the ass. It is. Yeah. And that will be Slay. Yeah. Oh, I also was a huge fan of the era of Jadona cameo. She was extra funny this week. The, 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 the Wi-Fi shit. stuff was real funny. She did not do shit. She, she, was there. she was like, what would be a little funny? All right, figure it out yourselves. Like, literally she, did not do anything. She was love. not ready to do so. <laughs> Poor Jester Core, and I love her for it. And she was so unprepared to do so. Do so? That's real. All right, let's take a break, and then we'll come back to talk about our team of instinct. All right, we're back. Instinct. Where did we see instinct come into play? I think that Apollo has some of the worst instincts (laughs) of any person I've ever met, but in a way that I really resonate with. Um, I feel like he's so real in the way that he's just like, and I was there and I did not know what to do. And I said, <laughs> me too. Some of us, our instinct is to go, girl, I don't know. Not all of us can jump into action like Meg can for some reason. I guess she was raised to be a killer from birth, basically. Yeah. So I'll give her that. But, like, I like the realism of, like, we have all of these teenagers who are, like, overly capable. And I, at 22, would not be capable of any of it. And I like that Apollo, Apollo is here for the girlies who don't really want to be involved (laughs) the girlies who are like this is cool this is nice i don't really know what to do and i'm just gonna let you do that i wish percy jackson were here Apollo definitely stood at the back of the gym during dodgeball and gossiped with like the girls that was me right (laughs) me core yeah I think, okay, on instinct, I think my instincts might be awful as well because when they're talking about, I mean, this is also the chapter where they start, or chapter four was the chapter where they start teasing the third emperor. Um, and. Oh, I know exactly who it is. Right. So my ass is like Caligula, of course. And then yeah, they duh. go, oh, well, and then they go, hail Caesar. And I'm like, and no, it's, it's it's Caligula. I'm sorry. I think they're just doing Hail Caesar in like the like way that they're all kind of Caesar. I think so too. But it was like really weirdly like alluded. To, I think like he meant to confuse us, and I think he meant to like use Caesar as a red herring because he was probably like, "It's only chapter four. Like I can't be doing this already." But also, I was yeah. just referred to as like the new Caesar. Like he, they yeah, it was a re- yeah. yeah, it was a it they, was, but it was definitely a misdirect. Yeah. No, it certainly was. And so I was kind of like, hello. But um, it's got to be killing you. Like, come on. Like, you're it's not going to like, Can we talk about how funny... How funny it is that he, like, makes them reveals, like, anyone really knows who these people... Like... <laughs> it's literally like, for what us. What are we doing? <laughs> for us, I swear. Like, the, the, the original Greek gods. People know those. That's it. Like, we're learning these stuff through these books. 
you're telling us how we're supposed to feel about all these characters. I vaguely know, I know Julius Caesar. Caesar. I don't know why I said it so weird the first time. Caesar. I know, I know Caesar himself. Right. I know um Octavian. And then I know Nero. And then like besides that, like I know the name Caligula. Right. And I know like I just like these don't really mean anything to us. So why are they reveals? Speak for yourself. This shit. Mm. I'm eating it up. But but like the audience of this book is certainly not people who like have a running knowledge of the emperors of Rome. They're like, oh my God, what emperor? Like it's it's not like the mass singer. Actually, it kind of is like the mass singer. (laughs) It's it's actually (laughs) a lot like the mass singer. (laughs) I take it back because the mass singer, it's all also like underwhelming reveals episodes of the mass singer are so funny because they will have those judges be like i think it's billy eilish like no it is like you fully know it's not billy eilish like that's that's former president barack obama (laughs) right really impossible we are Um, on fox abc what network is that fox it's fox we're on fox that's not billy eilish like she doesn't have time for that you would know if it was Barack, though, because have you guys been seeing him? Of course. Right. And he sounds incredible. Uh, to clarify, I, we knew what we were talking about. To clarify for the people listening, we're talking about the AI uh, renditions of the president singing things. <laughs> it's just so fast that you were like, of course. <laughs> it's like no one knows what they're talking about. No, but Ava and I, Ava and I are the the audience for this we're the target audience specifically of the cover of american pie yes thank you done by biden trump and and trump yeah like i'm sorry he sounds like sinatra he sounds incredible right he should really he should really break into the music industry could you imagine look into those like you're all this he's like a an R&B singer? You know how to be okay. how to be like signed these days by a label? You have to like have a certain number of followers. He he has a built-in audience. <laughs> Ronald Reagan was an actor. Yeah? That's true. Other way around though. <laughs> I I know, I know, but <laughs> I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger is was the governor of California. Yeah. That was weird. Crazy. Though. It was super weird, though. Yeah. I mean, Donald Trump was the president. <laughs> that's right. That's that true. one is kind of Very looking true. us in the face. Very um, true. But I, I, I'm I, here for a Brock late in my life singing career. Right. Um, like hear that? Give him a call. Let him know right. that we're asking for it. You have at least three fans. Ready? Ready? Onomatopoeia. Bring, bring, Barack. It's the music industry. We're waiting on an EP, Barack. That was a hook. That was a great hook. Into an essay about why Barack, a persuasive essay. Remember persuasive writing? Of course. Should we or should we not have school uniforms? Went at a public school that was never under threat of having school uniforms. <laughs> um, My school is always like, should we have the penny? That one's I've never the heard that was before. A big question. It and is a big people question. took staunch sides. I I'm now questioning how I feel about this. I was team Penny. 
Why? Persuade me. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Um, I don't remember all my details from my essay, but I do remember that um, if we took away the penny, then everything would, um, that is typically like blank 99 would either then have to be rounded down to blank 95 or rounded up to the full dollar. And what's wrong with that? That sounds so incredible to me. Well, it would make taxes weirder. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, okay, so I used to be Team Penny as well. Inflation, though. Yeah. She's basically <laughs> obsolete. She's a dinosaur. Yeah. We don't even, I'm actually, I'm actually the most anti-Nichols. Stupid. If we took away pennies, they'd be the new penny. And then where would we be? <laughs> it's like it's like on Parks and Rec when they're trying to find the new Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the new penny? Oh, no one. No one could be her. She is the original. She is the girl. She does exactly what Pluto does. Penny is Pluto coded. Yeah. And we don't talk about that enough. No, we don't. It was crazy persuasive essay wise how it went from like seventh grade. Should we have a penny? Should we have school uniforms? Eighth grade? Should gay marriage be legal? Right. No, literally. It was like, yeah. All, and, and then you had to pick, like, because and half the class had to pick, like, a side. And I the gay people and, like, people of color in those classes were sitting there, like, we're debating our rights now. Yeah. Oh, and I remember. Abortion. It, death penalty death penalty was in my eighth grade like yes class. because the thing is there's only so many persuasive debate topics that you can go through until you have to get political because like what else is there to disagree on besides yeah. things like that and i remember we had to do a whole research project for i feel like i can disagree with a lot you can <laughs> I have that in me it does things get more specific though it's like who should have won last season of drag race that's not a that's not a good persuasive essay topic for yeah. your eighth grade class unless yeah, you make them watch. watch all the episodes you know like yeah should davina de campo have won the first season of drag race uk <laughs> yes yes i in this essay i will Bang, i think pop I think Baga should have won. Boom, boom, pow. Baga was in top two. I was talking about like the that final choice. I guess, but like she should have been top two also. Uh, whatever, separate conversation. Yeah, we, we we can't get into the drag race yeah. conversation. We'll be here forever. <laughs> I'm a little sicky, like I said. Grr. There you go. Well, I can't even remember how we got on neither do I. the topic of persuasive essays. Matter instinct. Um, I just like I'm trying to find our way back to. Um, I did have a point that I wanted to talk about with the theme. Oh, Grover's little scream. Oh, the panic. <laughs> That's better. It's a way to say it. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what they call. Grover's little scream. Yeah, panic. Yeah, that was crazy. It was slay. It was slay. She's done it before though, <laughs> and she'll do it again. And she'll do it again. <laughs> it was, um, it's just interesting 
to see Grover again, period. But also like how he's changed as a character and also not. I, I don't know why I expected him to come into these books and be like a wise old guiding force. Yeah. But he's still he's still got the same instincts. He's still the same. He's just older now and can yell like that. Yeah. And Mrs. Percy, like it's kind of the same thing, but he's just not as like nervous about everything. Yeah, only a, only a see. little nervous. Which was sweet yeah. to see that like they didn't like change his character a lot with this like newfound role and like power and so much time yeah. away from the series. But I do, I have something to say about the addition of Grover, not as a character, but as a building a team for a book. Rick, what he's doing with these trials of Apollo books is we get to, like, it's a tour de force of our favorite characters. They all got little features. Love that Grover's here. However, from, like, a world-building, constructing a team with, like, whether it's superheroes, fantasy, whatever, you have to have a balanced team power-wise to tell your story properly grover and meg have such an overlap in their powers feels like a weird choice especially considering that apollo has none yeah like especially at this moment apollo is basically a brick but like everything's about the brick you know you gotta bring the brick but you don't like that you have to bring it but then they have like very overlapping powers so i'm like just questioning the like structure of the scene i think that that leads me to believe will be introduced to like another character will be thrown in yeah or two yeah or three or four or five we we've been up to like nine in some of these books (laughs) um but I was I I was pleasantly surprised by the way that they each kind of handled stuff differently. Like you could have the same powers but approach something differently, yeah. which is interesting. They also like help each other out, which is cool to see. Just like yeah. you know, Meg's already really powerful, and so is Grover. So like to have them work together, yeah. To like create first, I I gotta say though, any time that I imagine Grover piping his little flute it's you, you think of what when he played so yesterday i literally can he just play so yesterday, so yesterday it's just so like, yesterday it just seems I'm ridiculous but like love him love the only it's thing just i think that's a dire situation and he's he's tooting on that flute and like it's working toot another onomatopoeia <laughs> anyway that'd be a crazy what? one what I think of when I see that image is, um, y'all know the movie version of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. When yes, I Mr. do kind of always picture him. When Mr. Tumnus plays the shit on his pan pipes and then the crazy shit appears in the fire and it always scared the living daylights out of me when I was younger. That scene... I see it every time he plays his music. And whenever in and if he's playing so yesterday, I still see it as serious. I'm like, I something is broken. But um I'll be so I the show that is about to come out, I'm not talking promotionally, I'm talking writing conceptually wise. Like I'm just talking about what it might be, not in a promotional way. I'm trying to stress that. Um yeah. I'm just saying 
I hope this show is set in the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. If not, if it's set modern, I'll be slightly disappointed. I want So Yesterday on the Panpipe. And, and they I'll def- be so pissed. Disney Plus can afford these rights. It's like, Hillary. Li- it's Hillary Duff. They have the rights. They've got it already. It's perfect. Music icon. Oh, Hillary Duff, I cannot believe, is one of the most consistently talked about musical artists on this podcast. And <laughs> you know what? I live by yesterday. That. Cleaned. Sparks. Banger. 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 And that, that's about it, but still. <laughs> the Lizzie McGuire theme song. Oh, ah, uh, what dreams are made of. Mm-hmm. This is what dreams are made of. No, hey, now. Hey, hey, now. Hey, now. Oh, <laughs> another one. Another one about a piano. We bought a zoo. <laughs> hey, now. We bought a zoo. No, 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 no. I was going to say it. I was going to say it. La, la, la. La 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 la. Oh, you just say you're just thinking of them. Yes. And for just sharing on and we're thinking of the one that's been on my mind since we brought it up is um this is perhaps the best use of onomatopoeia. Clang 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 went the trolley. With the trolley. Yes. Ding 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 went the bell. We are making no points on this podcast but also we're making like so many points you guys remember this tweet that went around maybe like a year ago that was the trolley song was the vroom vroom of its time (laughs) like the gay people in the in the clubs in the in the hidden gay clubs of the the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, were were going hard to Judy Garland's the trolley song. Wait, they were literally wait, okay. You I think, think they played the trolley song at Stonewall. No one else can see me except for Nathan Brain, so this is kind of for them. But they're literally like bang, clang, 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 like this is the stupidest dancing to oh to just uh <laughs> to describe what Ava Ava just did, she was doing um an equivalent of like a, a smack that ass like a drum <laughs> moment um in her room alone um in her room that is the same height as her. I don't I don't okay I'm not I'm paying like no money for this. <laughs> no, I wasn't reading the apartment. I was just I needed to express that that oh, was yes. the key aspect of the visual. Yes, yes. you just like to, like the length of the screen oh. that was taken up by this action oh i know because the regular ceiling is like i can barely stand but then there's a weird uh thing here and uh i simply hit the ceiling it's cool we ball regardless anyway it's funny because our ceilings are like kind of weirdly high and neither of us need that. No. We're not, we're, that we are not using like half of the cubic feet of this apartment. <laughs> it's all up in the air. <laughs> it is like our cabinets are kind of low too. They're so, yeah, they they're about extend- two feet above our cabinets. They could have extended those cabinets. I mean, I guess nobody could reach that shit then. 
No, no. reach above. We now. should be putting more you stuff t- up there. I know. I did. I did hop up. Uh, I have olive oil up on top of our cabinets and Brayden's popcorn bowl that we lovingly have referred to as the throw up bowl. <laughs> it just kind of looks like one, but like no one throws up in it. Like we just eat popcorn out of it. Um, and the other night he was trying to get it down and he was doing some interesting maneuvers <laughs> to get up to reach on top. Of I, I hopped up on the counter. We have a step stool. I know. But it was just, it's just easier. Okay. Might as well. While, while we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Percy Jackson. Yeah, honestly, sass moments. Like, I don't know. I don't, unless we have any other, anything else to say. I don't. I, and it's on my cl- laptop cl- in my room. So one second. I hope we haven't disappointed our listeners with how little we have to say particularly this week y'all y'all know what you signed up for yeah and it's also like i loved these chapters because they were just fun to read it was an it was <laughs> it was all action and the action scenes are a little harder to talk about because like they're cool right. yeah strawberries strawberries um okay there are so many good sass moments, and I honestly might keep finding them. Um, but the one I have pulled up is, of course, below us, a dozen Strixes burst forth from the mouth of the tunnel, shrieking in a chorus of pre-disembowelment fury. Try the Fraggle Rock, I yelled. That was that one was real good. Like, that's fucking incredible. How did he know? I big fan of Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Just gotta say it. <laughs> I'm glad. This is this is the pro Fraggle Rock podcast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That the tears away. Worries for another day. Fraggle Rock theme song, anyone? I do know yes. it. Oh. The Muppets can never. No, we love the Muppets. This is not an anti-Muppet. We're also very pro-Muppets. He felt the heat of the the future attack. I know. Yeah. <laughs> to defend really ourselves cool. against um, what do the, the Muppet stands call themselves? The Muppeteers. That's good. That's good. You just got a new fandom name. Congratulations. You know what a terrible fandom name is? Aryanators. I know. I was about to say that. <laughs> no hate those. They dox people. So like, yeah. no hate. We no. love Ari, but like, Our queen, name. queen, Lo- love her music, love her. Bad fan base. Excited for her to be Glinda. But yeah, how do we end up with like a hard to spell and say name? Yeah, yeah, real. Because why didn't we play off Grande? Because yeah. that feels. Yeah. Anyways. Arianators is so does not roll off the tongue. Does not. No. Um, I'm trying to find. I have my, my point. I know. I know what it is, but okay. He knows in his heart. Mine is. What do you mean you need to kill us? Grover asked. Meg scowled. You can talk to it. Well, yes, Grover said. It's an animal. Why didn't you tell us what it was saying before now, Meg asked. Because it was just yelling scree, Grover said. Now it's saying scree as in it needs to kill us. I loved that line. The whole Thank you, Grover. It was so funny to me. Neve stole my line. <gasps> Do you want to use my other one? Sure. It 
the reason I didn't use it is it because it does have the the suicide word. But Meg's response, go ahead. Just Meg, say- I said, I told you not to kill it. You'll get cursed. I didn't kill it. It committed suicide against the wall. I don't think the fates will see it that way. Let's not tell them. That was such a girl boss response. No, let's yeah. not tell them. Period. They don't have eyes everywhere. How do you gonna know? True. I will say, um, another moment that I just love um, is Air of Dodona, Apollo interaction, whatever. Um, Apollo goes, once again, I said, your wisdom brings light to the darkness. Shut the up! The arrow continued. It, like, it really communicated shut the fuck up. Yeah. Without <laughs> saying it so unequivocally. Shut the up. Anytime I read shut up now in any context, I just shut think up. Of, yep. I think of the S traffic altercation. I'll skit. It's back. SNL. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch it this week? Of course I did. It was great. It was great. I mean, I, I thought the first half was really excellent. The second half wasn't as much like my humor, but let's talk about that secretary sketch. Mama Heidi Gardner is back. I, I do agree that the last couple were yeah. yeah. I also thought, I was like, I don't enjoy watching the musical performances anyways. I know. But Ice Spice, damn, those were bad. Oh, I, I didn't watch um, the musical performances. Oh, we watched it live, so kind of. Okay. Late. Yeah, we like, watched it late, like started it late, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, kind of rough, but the... The Pete Barbie one was very funny. Oh was, yeah. I'm just Pete. That was good. Um, I also my my complaint though is like so many men, like they're just like the f- like feminine and non-binary cast members were like barely in it, like barely in this episode. Very weird. Anyway, yeah, it, it, that was weird. It was. I loved Bowen's Christopher Columbus. Me too. It was funny. I was like, another Emmy nomination, please. <laughs> I know, I know. His weekend update characters are really something. Spotted Lanternfly was was pretty was pretty good. It was no iceberg, but Spotted Lanternfly was also very good. <laughs> he will never do another iceberg again. It was so fucking good. I would say Christopher Columbus was not iceberg, but was 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 getting closer. Closer. It was again not. No, like it was better than Spotted and Lanternfly. Trend, yeah. the trend forecasters, Bowen and 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 eighty. Yeah, I love. Anyway, who are our offerings for? Mine's for Grover. Yeah, real. <laughs> the middle finger after that. Um. I guess I'll give it to Apollo. He just really kept taking L after L. Yeah. Like really taking like hard, horrible L's. So I think I have to give it to him just this once. Had to do it to him. Had to. Mine is for strawberries. Period. Work. I love that. Who are we voting off? I'm going to vote off, I hate to say it, the Arrow of Dodona 
God love the Saz, particularly unhelpful this week. Like, Literally like, nothing. Was like detrimentally unhelpful. Yeah. And I do think I have to be like, guys. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. It really did not do shit. Not even a little. It was really bad. Um, I'm going to vote off the labyrinth. Because, like, get a grip. Like, the labyrinth helped. I know, but it's she helped. She was more helpful than the arrow. <laughs> it creeps me out. It creeps me out. You don't like that? It's alive. I don't like that it's alive. It sucks to suck. Please. <laughs> that creeps me out. Does that not creep So you want it to die? So you I wish, guess. You wish, I- you wish ill? It's going to cause tension you, in our you, home. You, you heard it here first, folks. Neve wishes death upon a living being. Okay. <laughs> Did we all hear that? Heard. This is, <laughs> this is causing Cancel her. <laughs> I'm still voting off the labyrinth. I'm sticking to my guns. It creeps me out. I don't like that it lives. Ava? <laughs> this is just a lot. Um... I think I'm going to vote off. Oh, this is hard. Caligula in advance. Work. Placing your bet. Might as well. Yeah. I would love it if we're wrong. <sighs> I think we're we're right, but I would, if we were wrong and like there was just a random vote off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be very funny. He deserves one, but... Well, I guess that's all for this week. Join us next week, where we'll be discussing. Oh, the Burning Maze, chapters five through eight. Do we usually see the book title? I don't remember. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, keep the keep the the weird energy this week going. And do you know what? Follow us on social media on every platform. <laughs> 